Welcome to the New Life Digging Deeper podcast, where we take Sunday sermons a step further, giving you the opportunity to gain greater understanding and ultimately grow your relationship with Jesus. Welcome, everyone. I am back. My name is Cody Gesser. I'm the worship pastor around here, and um, <laughs> I was gone last week. Uh, had a little little vacation time. Yeah. We went for a trip to Turkey Run, me and my son and my brother-in-law and his two boys, and we had a ton of fun. It was yeah. really good, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Turkey Run, I've been there once, and... Uh yeah, what I remember of it, it's really cool and all that yeah. kind of stuff. I kind of want to go back with my yeah, kids, with, like, with your boys. Just, it's oh. a, it's a good spot. Yeah, for for littler kids and kind of we're able to run through the valleys. And yeah, jump over sure. rocks and so yeah, we had we were lucky. We had really good weather. I mean, this would have been pretty yeah. cold to be camping. That's right. right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> Lucked out in that way for sure. Yeah, so I am back. Um, I appreciate Jess filling in for me last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with Brian, our senior pastor here, and uh, we talked a bit about shadows this week. And do you want to give everyone the big idea and kind of how we came to that? Yeah. Yeah. So the big idea was don't settle for shadows, trust the real thing. And uh, that was actually like in preaching team, uh, your comment that really did it at least for our conversation. Like we were trying to figure out what is the big idea or what's the like unifying theme or image. And mm-hmm. and you just said like, I, I'm really drawn to shadows and you kind of talked that out a minute. I was like, yeah, I think you're right. And uh, as I worked on the message from that conversation, shadows just seemed to be the most helpful thing. So everyone can thank Cody for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think we kind of sat there for a second, like wondering if, because the other thing was going to be like the lesser things in Christ, like don't chase after that. That was the other Um, other language. But there's something really great, I mean, about the shadows for me is... um, I think a lot of times a shadow resembles, you know, what it's actually Mm -hmm. portraying. Yes. And sometimes we'll start going after things that we think are good, which you made that comment is Mm -hmm. like being with our family, you know, I mean, your health, like these different things are good things. Yes. Yeah. um, Like they're God things. But if we're chasing after them Mm -hmm. in the wrong sort of way, if the motivation isn't correct, then we're going to come up empty and and shallow there. So I was just really appreciative of that. Um, I was just wondering, so so how can we ask him to work in our lives to bring light to the places that are murky for us? Mm. Because for me, like there's one like health. For sure. me, like health yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of different, <laughs> different things, and I find a lot of joy in mm. um, being outdoors or camping or music and these kinds of things. And mm. um, how can we ask God to step into these places and make sure that He's there with us yeah. and that we're pursuing Him and having that posture mm-hmm. and not kind of running away? Mm. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah, that's good. That's good. I wonder if it is a little bit different for each person, like how that plays out. Um, because, you know, one of the things that we're learning in our, you know, as we're thinking about discipleship and how do we help people, um, everybody's story is different. What they bring to the table is different. And um, one person to the next might be doing doing the exact same thing, but they might be doing it for different reasons. Mm. And so um, that and that matters, like yeah. how, how we address any given issue or sin or, or brokenness in our lives, whatever, um, like why it's there, how it came to be, those those are important factors. Mm-hmm. Um, so coming back to your question, like how do we how do we make sure that we're keeping Jesus in it? And um, I think I think understanding why we do 
anything that we might do and understanding how God wants us to um, have value from any given thing, whether it's a good thing like, you know, working out or, or being healthy, family, uh, your job, uh, hobbies, uh, how you spend your time, your relationships, whatever, all these good things. Um, what is it that the Lord wants us to, to see and know about those? If we're, if we're kind of constantly asking that kind of question, like, how does this relate to the Lord or how does it relate to the gospel? To me, that starts to open up the door for us mm. to keep it in perspective. Now, that's a, that's a bit abstract, um, but like for me, I mean, I, I re- resonate with the health side of things. Uh, you know, I've talked, I love to run, and, and that's a consistent thing for me. Um, that was one thing that I it became an idol for me for a while, especially like mid high school. Um, I had some talent, um, and I you know, had some success, so, and I kind of wanted to keep going, and how, how fast could I run, how, how far could I go kind of thing. And it got to the point where I was finding my value in it. And I think that's an example where it's, it's I'm chasing after the shadow of what running is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I'm trying to find my, my worth and my, my esteem, my reputation. Everybody know I'm a good runner, you know, that kind of thing. That's when I know I've crossed the line um, instead of enjoying what it is, which God's given me a talent and a body that I can run in and like, hey, like enjoy that. Enjoy the the gift that it is. But I don't find my worth and value in it. I, I see it as this is something from the Lord that uh, he, he gives. Um, so I don't know. I share that story just as maybe a little bit of a picture of how, how we keep things in their proper place. Maybe it's asking the question like, what's this for? Yeah. And that might be helpful just to, what's this for and how does it relate to the Lord? Um, mm-hmm. That might be a way to think about yeah. that. Yeah. And for anyone listening who's listened to Pastor Brian give a sermon, you know he's <laughs> he's a talented guy. Whoa, whoa, and so whoa, 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 a lot whoa. of times when I'm trying to think of these questions, he already answers them <laughs> in the sermon. So the answer that you actually gave as you were talking just now, I realized, is you said, take that thing away. How does that suddenly yeah. feel for you? Yeah. And I think that's a really, mm-hmm. really good. And I know you've talked about taking breaks from running. And yeah. Yeah. I've had the same thing with lifting where like suddenly, mm-hmm. you know, you miss a day or two and it's like, does it really matter? No, yes. it doesn't. Yeah. But suddenly yeah. it's like, why am I feeling? And mm-hmm. um, there's good amounts to routines and stuff. But like sometimes yeah, those, absolutely. those breaks are good to put things into perspective. Yeah. And last night um, I was sitting with Kayla's grandpa and he, mm-hmm. he was watching the television and had up like all the different screens for the news and stuff. And was kind of telling me, you know, cause obviously there's a lot going on right now. Yeah. And, yeah. um, he was just telling me how like, man, sometimes I, I want to get away from this. And we were kind of talking about that. And I was mm-hmm. recognizing like, Oh yeah, that's Sabbath. Like that's another yeah. good use of like yeah. Sabbath is a great space for that to yes. probably, you're taking a break from some of those things mm-hmm. and recognizing like, what am I kind of still in bondage to or what shadows might yeah. I be chasing? Yeah. Throughout the and week? that, and that practice Sabbath is, Man, I I just become more and more convinced. Like that is the one practice our our culture probably needs most. Oh yeah. Um, and and it's not so much that we're so busy. We're busy, and mm-hmm. and we fill our schedules, mm-hmm. and we're. But it's more just like we are looking to fill our time. But even it's scrolling through things or watching Netflix. Like, these aren't bad things, but we just allow those things to dominate so much. And the practice of Sabbath of just ceasing. Maybe it's not even from quote unquote work, but it's just from these things that are taking us away from yeah, the Lord. Totally. Maybe that's really like the the good work that we need to be doing when it comes to Sabbath. So, um, yeah, and maybe real quick too that that 
that question, um, as I was preparing the message, I remember that moment where that question came into my mind. And I just had that sense of like, whoa. And it, it kind of hit me and I almost kind of felt like that's from the Lord. Like this, mm-hmm. this question of what would it feel like to you if you took this thing away? Like that one yeah. just, that one hit me fresh too. And so I, I wonder like, Lord, you were probably leading me in that moment as I was working on this. And, and it felt like it was helpful to gauge as we're reflecting on our shadows. I wonder too, for people who struggle with like codependency. Mm, yeah. You know, imagining. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Cause for them in that other relationship, like if they're not there, it's seemingly like a good thing, right? Like your marriage or your parent yeah, or yes, whoever yes. you're struggling in that relationship with. Yeah. But that's a, that's a great thing to recognize. Yeah. It's okay to have codependency on Christ though. <laughs> <laughs> I struggle with codependency with yeah. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I would. Yeah. That'd be a good good problem to have. There you go. Sure. Sure. No, I hadn't even thought of that. Like codependency. Yeah, that hadn't crossed my mind. But yeah, that that's a great example where we can tell ourselves we're doing something in the right way or for the right reasons or, or you know, doing a good thing. But when it really comes down to it, it's actually about us. And that's that's a great example of a shadow. Like it, mm-hmm. it looks oh, like yeah. the real thing. Like I'm, I'm taking care of my, my mother or whatever. Yeah. And when really it's not about your mother, it's about you. Like, mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a great example of a shadow. Yeah. I didn't even think of that earlier, but that's, that's a good Yeah. One. Yeah. Um, this actually kind of was making me think, well, as we talked about the Sabbath there a moment ago, um, another question I'm going to ask here in a moment kind of has to do with this is, is one thing is how do we feel like our shadows, are there more shadows than there were 2000 years ago hmm. or, or are they, are they bigger? Are they smaller? Are they lighter, <laughs> darker? Like, you know, we could go all day <laughs> yeah, with right, yeah, the yeah. houses. What was That's the one it. last week? I think we had another one where I was like, Oh man, we're just using these analogies. Oh, the house. Yeah. Cleaning out the house. Yeah. That was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. 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 I remember that. But <laughs> the reason I said that is so, as I was preparing for like devotional time and things, I was having a hard time quieting my mind. Mm. So I was sitting there and I was trying to just silence my mind. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, we'll call it the Holy Spirit. I feel like in this moment gave me this like visual of imagining like deconstructing a city. Whoa. And it was just like slowly coming down until it was just desolate. Whoa. And it took me a while. Okay. This sounds strange. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but no, seriously, I did that. And then suddenly it was just like, mm. and I guess what I'm I'm getting at is I think with social media, with all these different mm-hmm. things, like we're just constructing so many things yes. and so many ideas in our head that like, yep. it's just a really big challenge. So Sabbath is so important to like deconstruct all of that. Yeah. And for yep. me in that moment is like, seriously, I'm trying to focus on like yeah. imagining that. Yeah. Um, and that was really helpful for me, but it's just sad to me that, and this is all individual depending on who you are and yeah. Yeah. your background or how far you're Mm -hmm. influenced by your job or relationships and everything else that you're doing. But, um, for me, it feels like there has to be more distractions now than there was 2000 years ago, years ago. And maybe there's Mm -hmm. just more nuance to it or. Sure. Yeah. There's, it's definitely a different time. And my initial thought in you asking the question was that there, there probably isn't necessarily more bigger or darker, but just different. But I think the case could be made for more, more distractions, especially if we're talking about it in those terms, like 
the amount of content and information and stimuli that are out there. Like we just we're constantly bombarded in ways that people in history have never been before. So certainly like information, the information age, like that is that is definitely a difference. So the potential for a larger number of shadows might exist. Um, but maybe to say it like this, like human beings, we're we're human beings. We're mm-hmm. we're all fallen, and we've mm-hmm. been we're we're the same that we've always yeah. been in 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 some sense. And we can take anything and, and, and make your mind. Yeah, yeah, and make it a shadow, and and yeah. you know turn turn to the wrong kind of thing. That's that's human nature. Yeah. And so in that sense, nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Yet we are definitely in a new uh, or unique place in history, and that's probably true. All the way through, you know, every every moment along the way has has its own unique features. So, I think the potential for us is that we can we can get bombarded with so much information, and and by connecting the dots, I think also control. Like we have a unique ability to control yeah, sure. life and the world, and peoples in history haven't. I mean, just the the, the ability in technology. Like for us to do the things that we do, I mean, we're building skyscrapers. You talk about the Tower of Babel; they're building a tower to the heavens. It was like two hundred feet tall yeah. at, at best. Like yeah, maybe not sure. even that. We're building like thousand foot skyscrapers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, talking about a tower to the, the sky. Like, um, so just our our capabilities have changed. Um, so the potential for shadows definitely, definitely different. Um, arguably, maybe more. So. And I think we have to be mindful of that. Like, whatever whatever it is in our lives, like, how are it, Lord? How do I how do I navigate what's here in front yeah. of me, and how do I honor you in this moment in history? Yeah, yeah. And the challenge is, you talked about sometimes the shadows can even be some of the spiritual disciplines, which yeah. is mm-hmm. which is so challenging because we need the spiritual disciplines to also help guide us yes. away from the other shadows. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, what what do we do with that? And I really liked how you've talked about we have like discipline, and then you desire that, mm-hmm. and then you delight in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at some point, it also has to be a discipline. Yes. So how do we sit yep. in that balance of like? Yep. Am I striving for mm-hmm. this thing? Mm-hmm. Am I trying to make it happen? Am I chasing a shadow? Yeah, that's great. Um, if I were to maybe talk to somebody like who's newer in the faith or mm-hmm. they're just starting yeah, out. Good example. Um, hey, okay, read your Bible. Um, start in you know the book of John or, or, or something like that. And and build a specific time each day. So like and I'd just probably tell that person like five minutes, don't you know, don't try to bite off more than you can chew. But maybe that person loves to read or something. So like they're gonna do twenty or thirty minutes. Cool, that's great. But I'd say like find a time that works for you and, and look for the things that, you know, have distractions. It's a time where you can be alert and like focused. So some people that's bright and early in the morning, they can get up and they can do it. And I think there's such value in starting your day with the disciplines. But I think there's some people it's like, actually it's better at, at lunchtime or at the end of the day, it's just going to go better for them. Great. Know what, know what works for you. Maybe try some things out, but settle in on like here's my here's my time here's my slot and I'm I'm gonna do it for this amount of time and, and make that measurable um, so I'd tell someone put, build in the discipline kind of component mm-hmm. and do you know start small and work your way up over time you know it's not like okay I did it for a couple of days and I'm gonna do you know, like take your time and just work your way up and then as they're doing that 
I would try to, you know, or even if it were me, like coach into like, okay, now pay attention. How's your heart in all of that? You know, is this something you're, you're enjoying? And usually there's a lot of energy and excitement, especially if someone has like come to faith in a, you know, very quick amount of time. There's a lot of energy, there's excitement growing, I'm learning, you know, like there's a lot of that. At some point that's going to change. And I think when that change happens, then it's a great thing to rely on the discipline, rely on like, I've built this habit. I always read my Bible at six o'clock in the morning for, you know, 25 minutes and I'm reading through the gospel right now and, you know, and you've got the predictables. There's going to be times where you don't feel it. Like just with any other kind of habit or discipline, like you don't want to at certain points. I think if it's one of those things where it's like, it's draining us or we're, we're, it feels like it's sucking life out of us, then maybe we need to make some tweaks. But that's what I would say. Make tweaks. Don't abandon it. Mm-hmm. Or you know, if you do miss a day, then it's not like, oh, shoot, I, I messed up and I, I, I should feel guilty or ashamed yeah, of myself. You've lost favor. <laughs> right. Like, no, 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 no. no. Sure. That's not what it is. The, the disciplines create a space for us to meet with Jesus, mm-hmm. to be with the Holy Spirit, to, to learn from the Lord. That's what they do. They are not the thing. They are the means to the thing, which is him. And I think as, as long as we're building in the practice or the pattern, the habits that help us meet with him wherever we are, then, then we're in the right spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's, if it's a practice that's devoid of him, if we don't sense like we're coming to connect with him or are growing closer to him, then maybe we need to make some adjustments. Yeah. And yeah. I wonder too for people who are like, I feel like I have a structured quiet time and like yeah, this is yeah. almost offensive to me because I wonder for them, it's like you're doing the right thing, mm-hmm. but maybe it's just like, just consciously be like, Lord, you're with me right now. Just like remembering yep. to always bring him into that. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions I asked earlier um, is like, what should we bring to the Lord to help us like go against, like what should we be asking God to help us against like shadows? Mm. I've just been really fascinated with like guided prayers lately. Yeah. And I think sometimes we're just not specific in our ass. Mm -hmm. So like my question is like, what what should we be asking God Mm. in that moment before we start our quiet timer? What's that specific thing that we might be saying in that moment? Yeah. I think for me, if I could maybe broaden out a kind of question, it's like, all right, Lord, Help me meet with you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's helpful for me, that that kind yeah. of question. Like even just saying that or asking him like, hey, Lord, be present with me right now. Like send your presence and, and be here with yeah. me. Saying that, making that request of him, then also puts that in my mind and and I'm more conscious of it. And now that's the kind of question that's helpful for me. The next person, maybe that needs to be a slightly sure. different question or, um, you know, it's like, all right, Lord, I keep thinking about all of my to-do list. Can you just help me like put that down for a minute? And maybe it's not, I'm going to stop trying to think about it. Like, yeah. it's like, don't think about a purple elephant. And then you're going to think about a purple <laughs> elephant. Like it, yeah. instead, maybe it's one of those things like, okay, I'm going to actually think about my to-do list. I'm going to just mentally either imagine it or even maybe you have it next to you on the table. I'm going to look at it and say, okay, there's my to-do list. All right, Lord, I'm going to hand that to you. And maybe you you physically like move it six inches just mm-hmm. to experience that that feeling. Yeah. And maybe that's for them like enough of a shift of like, okay, now, Lord, I'm meeting with you. I've set aside my to-do list and now I'm meeting with you. Yeah. Um, 
I, I, one of the just some of those little things that we can do to maybe keep the the disciplines in their proper place or, or doing the thing that they're supposed to be doing. Because really, it's not the discipline's fault. Like it's not the no, the yeah. disciplines that are are broken. It's it's what we're bringing to it, or it's it's our it's our part of that that um, kind of makes it more difficult. So, um, yeah. So I I highly encourage building in these habits and these principles, um, these these disciplines because they're so helpful. But remembering that is not the faith. Mm-hmm. The faith is the experience of relating to Jesus. It's, it's the relationship we have with Christ and it's trusting him growing in that and the disciplines help us do that. Mm -hmm. And so to me, that's kind of that distinction between shadow and real. Um, there are means to an end. And so maybe sometimes you just got to tweak it. And I'll say this, um, there have been times in my life where it's like, you know what, I'm just going to do something different in my practice because I need something fresh to keep like not, not being stuck. So engaged, yeah, whatever that looks like. mm -hmm, Yep. I think even for me, it's just like, God, help me not make this just something I do. Yes. You know? And that's maybe as simple of a statement as anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's really, yeah, it's great pondering for sure. Um, So as, as we've been moving through this series, it's been awesome. There's been some just, yeah, it's just been cool to see how Paul just from prison, like his posture Mm -hmm. just incredible and yeah so as a church we're about to go into a vision series and i thought maybe mm-hmm. you've talked a bit about how this series is kind of walking yeah. us into what the vision yeah. of our church um will look like in ways and um and without too many spoilers <laughs> <laughs> yeah right? wouldn't you mind um kind of giving us a little bit of an outlook yep so yeah november we're gonna we're gonna do a, a series on a new vision statement that we've been working on and um I'm excited about what this vision represents. Um, so this series we're in right now with Colossians has been really to like focus on growing deep with Christ, like that being rooted in Him. That's the image that we've really been drawn to, and we're wanting to like plant our, our roots deep in Him. And I think the vision is is building on that concept. Like we want to be deeply rooted in Him. So discipleship and formation, growing in Him, becoming more like Him, is definitely inherent to the new vision that we want to roll out. We want to be formed to certain kinds of people to look more like Jesus, mm-hmm. and to leverage our change in character for the benefit of our community, the people around us, and and share the love of Christ in, in all that we say and do. And so the vision is, is hopefully going to get at that. So it's going to be a high emphasis on discipleship, on forming us as people, um, and not letting that just be for ourselves, but to let it spill out for the people around us, you know, those in our neighborhoods and communities. So, um, yeah, so I'm I'm excited about the vision. I feel like the statement itself, and and I I'm probably gonna oversay this. I, I know that, but like it doesn't have that like pizzazzy wow factor kind of thing. But it just feels like a just a solid statement. Yeah, like I, and that's what I love about it. It's just yeah, it's just good. And I think when we play it out and see the work that it, that we're gonna step into. That's where the excitement gets mm-hmm. gets really high. Like, oh, this is what it's going to look like. This is the how richness. It's, yeah, of it. yeah, yeah. And so we're we're still, you know, Lord, and really show the us process. That. I think is what's going to mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. highlight it. Yep. In ways and yeah. So a high a high emphasis on being 
Jesus-centered, focused on him, growing deep in him. Um, we're wanting as a church to equip our church family to do that well. We want to um, help people like learn how to do this, become self-feeders, to grow deep with him, and all of that flavored in the way that Jesus would want us to approach it. So, um, yeah, so I, I think the vision is going to be very rich and meaningful, and I'm really looking forward to the work that God wants to do yeah, on the other too, side man. of it. Me too, absolutely. Yeah. I'm excited for the church to, yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be Just awesome. Start walking this yeah. forward. Yeah. So. So November, come come on Sundays. It's going to be awesome to to dive into this the statement itself and look at the biblical foundations for it and all that stuff. It's going to Absolutely. be great. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, everyone, we appreciate y'all, and we will catch you later. If you have any questions, you can email us at contact at newlifeonline.org. Thanks. See you next time.